Welcome to 30 and Rising, a podcast brought to you by Barcelona Creative Group. Barcelona Creative Group is a brand and marketing agency specializing in building brands inside and out. In our 30 and Rising podcasts, we discuss marketing strategies and opportunities, as well as how we help organizations large and small achieve their marketing and business goals. And because Barcelona Creative Group is a family business celebrating our 30th year in business, we try to keep it real and have some fun along the way. Hello and welcome to our holiday edition of 30 and Rising, a podcast brought to you by Barcelona Creative Group. I'm your host, Julie Barcelona. And of course, today, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kate Horvatic. But today, because we're doing a special holiday podcast, we're actually joined by the entire Barcelona Creative Group team. Say hi, everyone. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> hi. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so we thought we would take a break from talking branding and marketing and bring you a Christmas edition of our podcast. And today, Kate, just as always, why don't you tell everybody what we're talking about? We're sharing some of our favorites, our holiday favorite movies and uh, favorite Christmas and holiday traditions as well. So it'll be fun to see what everyone has to share today. Okay. Well, who wants to kick it off with a favorite movie? Well, I'll start. Go Die Hard 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Well, I always like Elf. Uh, we can't we can't go out without a Christmas year without seeing Elf. So that's probably one of our top ones. Yeah, yeah, I watched that last night. I did too. I like, well, I watched it last week. So that was that was a good one. It was the first time the kids watched Elf. They thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Krista? That's one of my favorites also, but I think we always like watching Polar Express with the kids. I have not seen the entire Polar Express movie. I one I want to watch. I get about halfway through every year, and I haven't been able to finish it. You should finish it this time. <laughs> yeah, I watched that with the kids the other night. That's a good one. They like that one. I I have one in mind, but I think someone else might say it. If they don't, I can add it in at the end. But I'm going to go a little different, and I'm going to say uh, it's a wonderful life, and the funny thing about that one is that I actually had never seen it. At least I didn't ever remember seeing it till about six years ago when I was in the hospital giving birth to my first, my first child, my little boy, George. And we were in the, we were um, coming home from the hospital on Christmas day. But the night before on Christmas Eve, we were there and Mike and my husband's one, it's one of his favorites. And he was shocked that I had never seen it. And it happened to be on TV. So we watched it when we had our little guy right next to us. And so it had some special meaning for me. And ever since I make it a point, we make it, we watch it on Christmas Eve when we're finishing our wrapping and just brings back some memories of that crazy time of being a new parent and having so much to be thankful for so that's always going to stick with me I think tough to beat that one 
Well, why don't you tell us yours, Dad? Because I know it's probably a couple of our favorites, but we're going to let you share it mm-hmm. as your own. Well, I have two. Um, one is probably the one that everybody likes, and that's Christmas Vacation. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I just can't can't watch it without laughing super hard, even though I've seen it a thousand times. So it's uh, there's just too many great things in it to <laughs> not have that on my list. And then um, and then an, well, it's an old one, but it's been remade. But Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, I I just I love that. I really like the old version, um, I think better than the newer one, but it's still the same story. So I just think that's a, that's a great um, Santa, great Santa movie. So, mm-hmm. so those are mine. I mean, I kinda, I, I, I've always been big on It's a Wonderful Life because, um, you know, he's, it's, it's about the building and loan business. And my dad was, in the building and loan business, which became the savings and loan business. So that's kind of got a soft, I have a soft spot for that, but, but I like Miracle on 34th street. So. Okay. I'll jump in here. I just, I, Tom and I never talked about it (laughs) about today. Anyway, I just figured his was Christmas vacation because mine is Miracle on 34th street. Um, I, the newer version, I like that one. I think kids would relate to it. Um, it it's just a good movie, and I think maybe not <laughs> to get political, but that judge had the guts to uh, take that case. So um, I really I enjoy that one. It's just cute. Well, I, my favorite, I have to watch every year. It's also an older movie, but it's a classic and I love the music and that's white Christmas. So I can't let a Christmas season go by without watching white Christmas. Although there's a number of movies that I guess starting a couple weeks out from Christmas, every Friday and Saturday night, Jeff and I have always gone through our rotation, but that's always my favorite. So I have to sadly admit, I haven't seen half of the classics. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is about it. I just well, it's got the like, it's good music. You got, you got some work to do, Krista. I know. Now's my time while I'm home, huh? Yep. <laughs> I'm sure the kids will let you watch as many movies as you want in total <laughs> peace and quiet. I bet. <laughs> so I know this year we may not all get to experience all of our holiday traditions the way we we normally do or maybe you will maybe you won't but um I don't know mom why don't you go first since your movie was taken why don't you go first and tell us a couple of your favorite holiday traditions well anybody that knows me knows I bake so that was a big part of our Christmas baking cookies um baking cookies and baking cookies Um, takes me back to my my grandmother and then my mom and now me and hopefully my girls someday. Um, Probably not me, mom. Sorry. <laughs> You're doing memories too? Or is this just tradition? No, you can whatever you, you want. want. Okay. 
I always I always laugh because one of my memories is um, my grandparents lived very close to each other. So we would have dinner at the one and then we'd kind of take off and go to the other one for an hour. We'd take my two cousins with us and then we'd go back to the first grandparents and every year and you think the kids would, would catch on. One of my uncles would be upstairs ringing bells and he'd come running down the stairs saying, you just missed Santa. You just missed him. And there'd be presents all around the tree. Now, when we left, they weren't there. And when we got back, they were. And this was obviously, we'd go to the other grandparents for like an hour as a, so they could get things set up. And never once did any of us say, oh boy, no, we left here so you can wrap and, um, or decorate the tree with presents. So, um, I always think of the bells ringing and you just missed him and we all took it in. So, but that would be one of my childhood memories anyway. Um, well, you Carrie. Uh, probably it was probably a while back, but it, uh, our family used to rent a house in Galena and uh, we go over there usually in the fall, but this time we, we did it over Christmas time and it snowed like probably about eight to 10 inches. And so it, there was a long driveway when you got there, you had to park and then you had to kind of unload all your luggage to get to the house. Well, there was so much snow that we had to carry all our presents and Christmas garb on, on a sled all the way to the door. It's really kind of eventful. And uh I don't know. I just remember making snowmen with my family and stuff, um, you know, while it snowed hard and stuff and just, just being kind of trapped into this, you know, like little, little house out in the middle of the country or whatever. So it was very, <clears throat> very memorable. So was, that's kind of a cool experience. Cool. How about Santa? Well, uh, one of Santa's memories is a little bit like Linda's when I was a kid. Um, we would always at Christmas Eve go looking at lights around the neighborhood and houses that were decorated and we'd always stop at a certain uh, restaurant that's no longer there and, and have hot chocolate and um, you know no dinner no we already had dinner so we just all just had hot chocolate and then we'd get back in the car and go back home and lo and behold Santa came and the presents were there and I just remember when I was older realizing my parents every year orchestrated somebody a neighbor relative friend to come in and put all the presents under the tree uh was the most amazing thing so strangely enough that was my takeaway from that uh, but uh yeah that was my favorite my favorite memory and tradition growing up every year we would go and and um you know we'd go out and have a little family activity and come home and the tree and front room was filled with presents so uh that was always something pretty special in my family Krista? Um, one of my favorite traditions, we started when um, my eight-year-old was born, and we on Christmas Eve, we would go as a family to the museum and see the trees around the world. And we did it every year leading up to this year, which we probably won't do. But it was always fun because it was just us before all the hectic craziness of presents and family, the extended family started. So it was always nice to have a little quiet time first. But for... Um, Memories, I would say that when I was younger, we would always go to my grandma and grandpa's house on Christmas Eve, and it would be aunts, uncles, cousins, and we all would dress up in our Christmas sweatshirts. Everybody had one, and you couldn't come in unless you were wearing that and your Christmas hat, 
And we'd be there probably from about two to three in the afternoon until almost midnight. And it was just like an ever going party of just hanging out together and did it every single year in the basement of my grandma's. So it was always fun. How about you, Dan? Well, I'll, I guess I'll save the, um, the newest tradition for the end. Um, Mom talked about uh, living close, having her parents and grandparents living real close together. I don't think you could get any closer than what I grew up with um, until I was about 10 because uh, my parents and my grandparents owned a two flat um, on the south side, not far from Midway Airport. And my grandparents lived in the apartment on the first floor and we lived in the apartment on the second floor. So uh, we would have, um, we'd have Christmas Eve upstairs in our house. And then Christmas morning, my brother and I would, I don't know, it was probably middle of the night. We thought it was morning, but you know, we, we couldn't sleep anyway. So we would charge down the stairs to uh, my grandparents' house because, uh, they would always have presents out. And um, my grandfather was a sports maniac. He loved sports. He loved baseball most of all, but he loved all sports. And he would always get something for my brother and I that was sports related. And, uh, you know, it was either baseball equipment or, <clears throat> but, you know, one year sort of always has stuck out in my mind which uh, we went downstairs and on, spread out on the couch were two uh, Green Bay Packer football uniforms, helmets, jersey, pants, everything. I, I, to this day, I don't know where he got them, but they were the real thing. They were just awesome. And, um, you know, we just we couldn't wait to put those things on and go outside and beat the daylights out of one another. So. I've just, uh, it might be why I'm not a total Bears fan. I don't know, but I'm, I'm not a Packers fan either, but I'll never forget those uniforms. Um, then I guess, you know, moving forward a little bit, you know, we always did, uh, we continued to always have Christmas Eve in, uh, you know, with, with my family, my folks, and uh, so we would have, you know, a nice dinner. Everybody would, would, kind of dress up and we'd have a very nice dinner that uh, my mom would make on Christmas Eve. And then of course we continued that tradition after uh, uh, my dad passed away. And then after my mom passed away, Linda has, we've kind of carried that forward. We still get together on Christmas Eve with my brother and his family. And then Christmas day is uh, for us and for Linda's family. So you know, we've just always done that. But one thing my dad used to do on Christmas Eve that I still think of every year, um, you know, the kids, Julie and Kate know that, and Linda knows my dad didn't have a whole lot of hair on his head. So he would, as we started opening gifts, he would take the bows, which in those days, you know, I mean, they still make them, but I don't know that people use them the way they used to, but, you know, you'd buy the stick on bows. Well, he'd take the stick on bows after they were ripped off a package and he'd stick them all over the top of his head. 
and his forehead. And then he'd put the ribbon around his neck and he'd, he'd wear that around, uh, you know, Christmas Eve while everybody was opening gifts. And it, I just always thought it was funny because, you know, he'd stuck these bows on his head and uh, really got in the spirit. But, and then I guess, um, you know, I have to say that, uh, you know, Linda hit it on the head with her baking and, and because, um, because she's made baking such a big part of our family, especially on Christmas. Um, she bakes Christmas cookies and I eat Christmas cookies. So um, that's my yeah, contribution. You baking there, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have less competition with those. They're, they're great. They're always great. Um, I think I probably eat more, more of the butter cookies. I like them all, but I eat more butter cookies than the others. And uh, I don't know what I would do without uh, Linda or those those cookies. So Kate would have to make them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so that's my that's my uh, little memory, few memories, and uh, and a few traditions. All right, Kate. Let's see how many of my favorites you take, and then I'll take what's left over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll have the same ones. I I think decorating was actually always my best memory. I remember vividly, maybe more so as I got older, I remember decorating the tree at mom and dad's house. But when I was younger, I would always go over to my grandma's house with my cousin Caroline and she would have us decorate her house for her. And so my job was always the garland around her stair banister. And I actually have when I had, you know, now that I have my own house, um, we were given some decorations from a family member that had too many and there was a long strand of garland in it. And so I started putting it on my banister with lights and it's like my favorite decoration that I have in the house, plugging it every, in it every night and it lights up the foyer. So it's just the decorating is always kind of stuck with me. It just kind of kicks everything off and sets the tone for holiday cheer. Um, and that's probably, you know, one of the things that sticks with me the most. But I also just had something funny this morning. I was talking to a friend and they were saying that they weren't going to be able to do their normal traditions and see everybody uh, that they would normally see. And we always on Christmas Eve, we always went and saw my dad's side of the family. And on Christmas Day, it was always my mom's side of the family. And you, you know, when you have kids, it kind of gets a little bit more chaotic, because then you have your, you know, your spouse's family thrown into the mix. So now we do four Christmases instead of two. And so it's gotten a little crazier. But um you kind of take for granted the tradition of it all and seeing the same people on the same days that you've always seen. Um, and they mentioned they weren't going to be able to do that. And they said, you know, it really doesn't matter. It's all about the kids anyways. Right. And for the first time ever, or since I've had kids, I thought to myself, you know, we always say that, but it's really not because this year's kind of shown us that it's not just about the kids, you know, I'm going to be sad not seeing the same people that I see on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, you know, if those plans have to change. So 
I just thought it was kind of interesting. You, you take for granted that that's what you do on Christmas and Christmas Eve. And, um, you know, obviously the most important thing this year is staying healthy and staying safe and we'll, we'll make it up next year. But, um, it, you know, it is made me a little sad thinking that you wouldn't see the people that you would normally see. And, and I kind of forgot about this too, but actually it made me think of it, but I, uh, I was always the youngest, I, except my cousin is, and my dad's side is the same age as me, but I was the youngest on my mom's side too. And so I was always the gift passer outer. That was my job. And I was my job in my twenties. I will, I just like always like, well, it's time to pass out the gifts, Katie, like get going. And, uh, it's just kind of fun passing that on to my kids and having them do it. And honestly, when I put up the tree this year with my husband and my kids, my kids were so excited and they were just ecstatic decorating and putting the ornaments up. Every single ornament was like, Haley was screaming with joy to run towards the tree and put it on. So the fact that I always love decorating and the fact watching them be so happy to decorate, it's just kind of funny to see those traditions pass on and kind of happen naturally. So I hope in 30 years, George and Haley can say some of the same stuff I'm saying now. You didn't take any of mine. <laughs> see? Um, well, I have a couple. One tradition uh, that I remember, well, first of all, the baking, nut cups. That's a, that's a tradition. I love the nut cups. So hopefully I can get some nut cups this year um, somehow. But if you're good. Yeah. I have a feeling there'll be a few uh, somewhere. <laughs> um, one tradition that I always remember is we, we had a mouse. My mom had a little green mouse with a Santa hat and we called him Mousy. And, and after Thanksgiving, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, every morning, Mousy would move to a different spot. And so every morning when we woke up, we would have to go and find Mousy. So when I had kids, um, we actually, you know, they wanted an elf on the shelf. So we have an elf, uh, Chippy, because that's what he's named in the movie. And so we named him the same thing. Um, but we have Chippy and we have an elf. And so every morning, you know, they wake up and they look around the house. And the, the first thing they do is try to find Mousy and Chippy. So um, that's been one that I've been able to carry on. And it's fun to watch them look for those guys. Um, and then another one is I remember on Christmas Eve every year that I that I remember um, a Christmas story would be playing on repeat all Christmas Eve, twenty four hour marathon, nonstop. And it, it probably I think it still is, but it does yeah. Uh, and one thing I do remember with my cousins on that side of my family is we would go to my grandparents' house, um, apartment, condo, and uh, we would just watch it on repeat the entire time we were at their house for Christmas Eve. And so, um, you know, Christmas won't look the same. Christmas Eve won't look the same this year as it usually does for our family. So, but um, the four of us have decided to order pasta, uh, watch movies in our pajamas Christmas Eve after church. And so I think we'll be watching a Christmas story together to at least be able to carry on part of that tradition. Um, so 
And I think one more I have to say, because we used to do it every year and then we stopped for a while and then we started for a few years and this year it's not going to happen. But we always went to the walnut room during the Christmas season and we would get, you know, those little mistletoe glasses or whatever mistletoe was, you know, doing that year. And I remember that because we used to go with my with my grandparents. And so that was always fun. And I'm going to miss that this year, but hopefully next year we'll get to do that, to do that again. So those are a couple of mine. Yep. Those are all good (laughs) ones I didn't think of, but all the same memories for me too. Yeah. Yeah. We all have a cousin who's our same age. And so I just, I don't know. I just remember sitting in that little TV room with Billy watching Christmas stories on repeat, you know, every Christmas. And it's just, don't have a whole lot of those memories with that side of my family, but, but that's one I'll always remember. So, well, anybody else have any, anything else they'd like to share or anything else they'd like to say? I'll share one more story. Maybe not. uh, It's a good parenting tip. (laughs) <laughs> so we, we would put alarms or clocks in all of our kids' room when they were little. We always had my, my wife's family's Christmas Eve party, <clears throat> and it was a party. I mean, her family knows how to party. And uh, so, you know, the little kids, they always want to get up at the crack of dawn, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning. So I got the idea of buying little, little alarm clocks at Walgreens, and I put clocks in her room. And I said, okay, nobody can get up 6 o'clock. You can't get up before 6 o'clock. And they'd say, okay, no problem. We understand. <clears throat> they'd go to bed. And then I would then again set the alarm back three hours. So <laughs> six o'clock was really nine o'clock in the morning. So we got to sleep in a little bit. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I would be, I'd be happy with seven. Yeah. I'd be happy with seven. That's nasty, Steve. Oh, they could have <laughs> waited a couple hours. But, you know, having that Christmas Eve party that always went to one or two in the morning. I'm like, I can't get up four hours later to open presents and <laughs> be happy. I fear what time my children are going to wake up this year. Last year it was like 5 a.m. <laughs> it's horrible. It's <laughs> so I may have to try that. <laughs> I actually just told the, the kids the, the real story uh, last year, as a matter of fact, that, that we fudged their clock a little bit. They were surprisingly offended, but whatever. <laughs> Santa has a busy Santa has a busy Christmas Eve what can I say well, that's a good one <laughs> well I know that as a team you know we won't get to be together and celebrate like we normally do either this Christmas um, but it, and 2020 has been a peach <laughs> been a peach and I know that, you know, a lot of us can't wait to move on to 2021, but um, they've been good and there's been bad ups and downs, just like everybody else. But, you know, the good thing is we've learned to work remotely. We've learned to work somewhat distanced um, and we're all still here and we're healthy and that's what's important. So to all of our clients and our friends and our family, we wish you joy and 
happiness this holiday season and kindness. And we want to thank you for being part of our 2020, the peach that it was. Um, but we're still thankful for all of you. And we, we've been working on some exciting things for BCG for 2021. So we can't wait to share those with you as we head into the new year. Um, so stay tuned for many more podcasts and, and some really exciting stuff. So to everybody and from all of us at Barcelona Creative Group, we wish you all a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Have a happy 2020. Merry Christmas. Happy, happy, happiest 2020 <laughs> holiday. The biggest bunch of, no, I won't say. <laughs> so. Merry Christmas. Hey, this was great. Good job, Joel. Kate, <laughs> Glad to have everybody on at this time. Yeah. And as always, join us. We hope you'll tune in to 30 and Rising for our, our future podcasts. And in the meantime, stay creative, everybody. 